foot, check your heading north, light heading at 074. Check your altimeter set, 2946, corrected center point elevation, 0 feet. Check your barrel running 0, check your SCS 1230, 3034. Check your field, check your speed up, lights out. Welcome to the Renegade Aviator Radio Show with David Costa. Bob, Moe, up there we have done. Two soldiers are fine. We on the airfield and airspace. You are clear for takeoff. Have a good one. Thanks, Moe, clear for takeoff. Check your parker brake off. Check your trim set. Check your nozzle steering on. Maneuver. Damn and half school face. Left turn out. Let's run them up. Both brakes now. Okay, so you think you want to learn how to fly an airplane. Or maybe you started flying years ago and you made a decision to get back into the saddle again. Well, what's stopping you? Okay, here's a hint. There is no excuse that I'm going to accept. So sit back, relax, and listen up. This is David Costa, the Renegade Aviator, and although you didn't ask... I'm going to give you my opinion. My opinion based on decades of flying over 150 types of airplanes and tens of thousands of accident-free flight hours. What is stopping you? I travel all over the world and I talk to people all the time about aviation. Why? Well, let me ask you this. How do you know that the person you're talking to is a pilot? Don't worry, they'll tell you. Okay, so many people that I talk to tell me how they would love to fly. I always wanted to fly, but insert your excuse here. People, control your thoughts. Your thoughts control your words. Your words control your actions. And it's what you do in life that matters. Your actions matter. So no matter the background of the person I'm talking to, the age, the income, the background, whatever, the first thing I tell them, anybody that says I always wanted to fly or I always wanted to get back into flying is great. What have you done to move towards that? 80% of the time, I get a blank stare or the words, nothing. So ladies and gentlemen, oh, (laughs) by the way, did you hear what Air Canada is doing? Air Canada is dropping ladies and gentlemen from its on-flight greetings. Passengers on Air Canada flights will soon be welcomed with a new gender-neutral greeting as staff will be addressing customers as everyone in an effort to make it more inclusive. After decades of Air Canada employees referring to passengers as ladies and gentlemen in their announcements, staff will now use gender-neutral greetings, according to the French media outlet La Presse. (laughs) Uh, I wonder if I can still command the jet from the cockpit. Hmm. Interesting. So, ladies and gentlemen, I have your first two lessons for you in your flying journey, free of charge. What a guy I am. Lesson one, 
as a pilot, you are required to make decisions and do things. I know that can be shocking to many of you. You must decide. Nobody can do this for you. And let me take you to FAR 91.3, flight lesson, right? Responsibility and authority of the pilot in command. Subpart A, the pilot in command of an aircraft is directly responsible for and is the final authority as to the operation of that aircraft, just like in life, right? And part B, in an in-flight emergency requiring immediate action, the pilot in command may deviate from any rule of this part to the extent required to meet that emergency. There's your first lesson, responsibility of a pilot in command. Wow, another reason to get young people involved in aviation, decision-making and responsibility. What a novel concept. Okay, lesson two in learning to fly, and this might be targeted to you if you were offended by my Air Canada comments. Lesson two, you will be offended. You will be critiqued and criticized and humbled in aviation. Get over it right now. It's supposed to be this way. Anything that's hard or worthwhile doing or requires some skill is going to be this way. Move on, take responsibility, take the critique, and get better. So here I go. I just launched off onto a topic today and never gave you the most important part of this whole thing. My phone number, 888-366-5256. If I just spark something in you, and if you got a twinge of excitement that you can fly no matter who you are, young or old, rich or poor, call me and let me help you. The purpose of this show is to promote aviation, but also to be of service, to give Give back, ladies and gentlemen, that have looked into the sky and dreamed, call 888-366-5256 and leave me a message. So excuses. What are the top excuses? Here's the top one. It's too much money. I don't have the money. I spent decades in professional sales. And guess what? That's always the number one excuse. And it's also the least true of any of them. Let me ask you a couple questions. People hate when I do this. How much money do you think it costs to fly an airplane? How much time have you invested in finding out an answer for yourself? How much is it worth to you in order to take the flight? Or what are you willing to do in exchange for this opportunity? Or how far along are you in saving for it? Who have you approached? Anyone can afford to take that first step. You just need to be the captain of your own journey, and that is a decision that costs you absolutely nothing. So becoming a pilot is no different from becoming anything else in life. It's a series of small steps in sequence toward a clear and defined worthy goal. Even you, hell, even I can take one small step forward. Can I? Can't you? So determine your next step. How much money do I need to fly one more time? Did you know that in some cases it can be zero? No, you didn't know that? Why are you not calling me then? 888-366-5256. On the other hand, 
Are you the kind of person that always expects it to be free? Do you think that someone else owes you something that you don't have a mentor, that somebody's not been there patting you on the head? Well, you might just be delusional, and captains and aircraft need to have a grip. (laughs) So aviation is an addiction, ladies and gentlemen, but it is a healthy addiction. So sub out your unhealthy addictions for aviation. Money is not the issue, at least not a big enough one to stop you from accomplishing your dream and flying, or for that matter, if you're listening to me on a radio or on a podcast, you're going, well, I don't really like aviation. Well, it shouldn't stop you from doing anything in life. So whatever I talk about here about aviation, it goes the same for everything else. We're coming up to a break here, but what I'm going to talk to you is when I was a kid, I grew up in a family, a great family. My dad worked and my mom stayed home. Great family, four kids. And we never seemed to have that extra money. But I'll tell you what, we figured out a way to allow me to get to where I am today. And that was due to, number one, the hard work of my father and the forethought of my mother who would have little tiny envelopes of cash. And she would take my dad's paycheck and she had a haircut fund. She had a food fund, a housing fund, and yes, a flying fund. And I remember vividly that she would build up a little bit of money so my dad, also a pilot, gave up a lot for his family to feed his family would take that little bit of money and go fly. I'm going to come right back after the break. We're going to talk about aviation. As always, David Costa, Renegade Aviator, 888-366-5256. Be right back. So you are the first woman pilot for the Blue Angels. Can you tell me how that feels and just tell me about that? It's definitely an honor. I think every Blue Angel feels like it's definitely an honor to be part of this team and to be able to sit there and talk to young kids, both guys and girls, and and show them that, you know, women can do whatever they put their mind to. It's definitely a great honor to be able to do that. Can you tell me how you, you know where to fly? Oh yeah, so we actually have um, imagery, so really detailed maps that we have, and we make little marks on the map, so we have visual checkpoints on the ground. And so pending we hit our marks, essentially, on the ground, we'll we'll perform right in front of the crowd. So that's what we use, our our marks and visual cues on the ground. And I'm sure you're used to it by now, but do you get scared at all before you go up or nervous at all? Oh, I think it's definitely more like, you know, an athlete getting ready for a game. They get pumped up. That's kind of how we are now. You know, it's not it's not nervous or scared anymore. You know, it's it, you're definitely confident in your abilities. This is something we've been doing for a very long time and, and, and training for it. How fast do you guys travel? Yep, so we uh, max speed during the show for Fat Albert is 320 knots. The Jets, at their max speed will be right under the sound barrier, so they're going pretty fast. Wait a second. Did you miss an episode of my show? Well, we have your six aviation term there. We have your back. Search the Renegade Aviator radio show on that internet thing, and you'll find all kinds of places where you can hear me. Technology, an amazing thing. AV, the number eight R, iTunes, SoundCloud, iHeart, Stitcher, Google Play. You can take me with you. David Costa, Renegade Aviator. See ya.
Here he is, the host of the Renegade Aviator Radio Show, David Costa. All right, ladies and gentlemen, segment two of the Renegade Aviator Radio Show with me, David Costa, 888-366-5256. And we're talking about, or I'm asking the question, do you want to fly? And in the first segment, I started talking a little bit about a story about my family life. We didn't have a lot of money. We had a great family, but we had two parents, one of which, my dad, was a pilot, and he put his aviation career on hold. Not his career. He just loved the fly. He didn't necessarily want to be a airline pilot, although he would have loved that, but just to even be able to fly. I get it. Some people will say the number one excuse why people don't fly, it costs too much money. And I say to that BS, and I know you're going to get mad at me and you're going to say, well, you don't know what you're talking about, Dave. You don't know how hard it is out there. Let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen, I've been high and I've been low, but I grew up in a family that understood a couple of things. Number one, my dad understood that he had to go feed his family. He had a responsibility to take care of his family, and that's what he did. My mother also, as a stay-at-home mom, had a responsibility to run that household. And let me tell you what she did. She would take, I said this in the first segment, she would take envelopes and stick a little bit of cash in the envelope and she would save up that cash and there would be you know a few dollars in there and she would go to my dad you know if you want to go to the airport and fly I have some flying money for you and he'd go out and he'd take that flight or he'd do something I learned that as a kid and when I was young and I didn't have a lot of cash I was still in the United States Marine Corps I would save up a handful of cash And uh, it wasn't all that much. I remember one day it was $15 and I went down to the local airport and I went to the old timer there at the airport and I said, how long can I fly for this much money? And I went up and I flew. Well, here we are decades later, tens of thousands of hours later, hundreds of airplanes flown. It's been this way all the time. So anything you want to do in life, anything. You need to decide and you need to take action. So there's a couple ways to get started, you know, that don't take any money at all. And there's one organization called the EAA, the Experimental Aircraft Association. And we've talked about these people on my show in the past. They do free introductory flights. Just go to EAA.org. And if you want to go up in a private airplane, there's a way to see if you'd like it. If you're between the ages of 8 and 17, you're eligible to fly as part of the Young Eagles program. It was established in 1992. Volunteer pilots have flown more than 2 million Young Eagles in 90 countries all over the world. And for those of you 18 years and older, you can take an EAA Eagle flight. Just as they've done for years with the Young Eagles program, they will get you connected to an EAA pilot who will give you an introductory flight and provide you with your first look at the freedom and fun of personal aviation. And our charity, the charity that we promote as the Renegade Aviator Radio Show, is Vets with Wings. And if you contact Vets with Wings or contact me directly for you combat vets, veterans out there, young and old, we will get you up in an aircraft. 
That's our mission. That's the goal. Put you back in charge or to let you let go and relax, as the case may be. Anyway, there are ways to go fly airplanes that don't cost a ton of money. You can go take an introductory flight sometimes for under 100 bucks. You can't go out and eat dinner with a family for uh, sometimes less than $100. So I advise you to call me, 888-366-5256, and say, just say this, Dave, help me. I've gotten a call from uh, one woman in particular who was almost 80 years old, and she goes, would you help me fly an airplane? Well, of course. That's what we're here to do. So a lot of times we get wrapped up today. You know, you got to be a professional pilot. You got to go fly for the airlines. But there is a whole bunch of stuff that you can do for fun without ever leaving sight of your local airport. Just get out to the airport and fly. There's organizations that are out there, and I really encourage this, and for a number of reasons. Number one, it may just be just what you need to get out of your rut in life. There's something uplifting, something great. I can still remember the first time I soloed an airplane. It's been a lot of years. The first time I sold an airplane, that exhilaration, that fear, right? And that I need to make this happen. It changes your outlook for you to actually pilot an aircraft on an introductory flight that are available at most every airport, wherever they do flight instruction. For that first introductory flight, you can actually take the controls of the aircraft. And you flight schools out there, if you don't have an introductory flight program, if you don't market to the people that may never be a pilot, but simply want to enjoy flying, you're missing a huge business opportunity. What I tell people all the time is this, don't worry about all the steps moving forward. Take the first step. So when you go to that airport, don't let them talk you into, oh, you got to buy all all these books. You got to study all this stuff. You have to take a written test. You have check rides coming up. No, no. The way to get more people involved in general aviation is to simply share with them the exhilaration of flying. You people that own aircraft, you people that are flying anyway, invite a friend to go flying with you. It's boring flying by yourself. It is so much more enjoyable when you get to share your passion with someone else. And I see this all the time. I see it all the time on social media. I see it all the time with people that they are more than happy to share aviation with somebody else. Part of its ego, it's really cool to fly airplanes. I mean, who wouldn't want to fly an airplane? It's really cool when you share it with somebody. There is a little personal benefit there, right? You're the guy or you're the girl. You can help mentor people. You can make a relationship with somebody. And I've seen it time and time again, people that have had obstacles in their lives, sometimes giving them a unique and different experience and showing them what is possible, what they could do to really show what they have inside of them. Aviation is no better medium to do that. So anyway, I hope that all made sense. We're going to come back after the break. Segment two is over. Three more segments to go. David Costa, the renegade aviator, 888-366-5256. My name is Commander Tom Frosch. I'm the commanding officer and flight leader of the Blue Angels. How did you get started with flying or in flying? 
why did you join the Navy, and did you ever inspire to be a Blue Angel when you did take up flying? When I was six years old, I saw the Blue Angels, and it inspired me to pursue an interest in aviation. I didn't know what the Blue Angels were. I just thought that was really neat. It's something I wanted to do. Uh, and then as I grew up, I realized, you know, that I could fly in the Navy, and I wanted to land on aircraft carriers, and that really excited me. And so eventually, I joined uh, joined the Navy and uh, flew off of aircraft carriers. And then along the way, I realized there was potentially an opportunity sometime in my career to, to be uh, on the Blue Angels. And you know, at later part of my career, I I applied and you know got the privilege of being on the team. Awesome. Did Top Gun have anything to do with this? Absolutely. Business owners, now might be the best time to get a business aircraft. You think your company is too forward to afford a jet? Need more time? Want to get back home and see the family more often? Sick and tired of the cattle car way of flying with the airlines? In about 26 minutes, I can see if you would be a good fit for what we do at Renegade Jets. The call is free and without obligation. Let's talk. 888-366-5256. Ladies and gentlemen, David Costa, the Renegade Aviator, Segment 3, and we're talking about what is stopping you from getting flying. Another thing I hear from people, I'm afraid of small airplanes. I'm a little bit nervous. What is fear? False expectations appearing real. You know what I tell people? You haven't found the right fit. So when you go out there and you're saying, you know, it's something I always wanted to do. I've gone to air shows. I've seen people fly airplanes. I can do that. I may be 13 years old or I may be 100 years old. I want to fly an airplane. It's something I've always wanted to do. The first thing I tell people is when you get to the airport, what you're looking for is a fit. Because we talked about money already as an excuse. There is no excuse that you don't have enough money. If you really want to do it, there's ways ways to do it. Number two, though, is fear. I've never been in a small airplane. I don't like, I'm putting quotation marks here, the air pockets. I don't like turbulence or, or I'm afraid that there, it may not be safe. What you need to find at this point, the biggest advice I can give you is find someone you trust and someone you instantly connect with. Don't be afraid to shop that airport, that flight instructor, that FBO, fixed base operator, that flight school, or that person that is kind enough to have you fly along with them. And any number of organizations, I'll get into that in the next segment. So there is a confidence level. You may be someone that doesn't really fit real well with certain types of other people. That's okay, by the way. Any good instructor knows this. There needs to be a connection, a fit, a trust, that willingness to listen, to learn, to understand. So when you go, 
Go out and talk to people. You're going to see it right away. And I see this all the time. I counsel businesses. I do business consulting. I work with businesses. And I'm starting a whole process here working with aviation companies. I have walked into flight schools and have been treated poorly. And I've walked into flight schools and been welcomed. They don't know who I am walking in the door. You want to find that place that is grateful to have you come, that's eager, that's welcoming. You'll know it. We all have have a different fit, right? I fit in with people different than you fit in with. That's okay. That's okay. You want that first flight to be a great experience. Pick a good day, good weather. Don't go up when it's windy. Go up on a cloudless day. Plan it a little bit. Go talk to people. Go out there. Go look at the airplanes. Even if you don't have any cash, you can say, look, I really want to take my first flight in an airplane. Would you show me the airplane? Would you tell me what's involved? And what I tell people all the time is before you start going through the instructional process, this is for you people that have never flown an airplane, before you go through the instructional process, that's the labor, right? Just say this, look, I just want to go up and enjoy a nice flight in a small airplane, in a general aviation airplane. This is kind of a different show for me because I'm giving advice and I get so many calls on this. People saying, I want to get back into aviation. How do I do it? And I scratch my head. I go, it's really not that tough, but maybe it is. Maybe I need to state this stuff to get you energized. And when you call my office at 888-366-5256, I will make calls on your behalf. I will help you. I can't do it for you, but you wouldn't want that anyway, but I can help you. And I'd love to hear your stories. I'm looking for these success stories of people from all walks of life getting into general aviation. I'm so sick and tired of hearing that it's a whole bunch of white guys who fly airplanes. And you know what? That's pretty much true, but it ain't because nobody else is welcomed. It's just because nobody else is showing up. So, ladies and gentlemen, get to your local airport, go shake somebody's hand and say, take me flying. This is David Costa. I am the Renegade Aviator. Be right back after these messages. Stay tuned. Here's a full military pilot inches. Now here comes the afterburner, so you can feel that little kick of thrust behind you there. And we are accelerating. We're at 80 knots. There goes 100 knots. There's 120. Here comes 140. I'll pull back on the stick. And we are now flying. Gear the flaps are up. There's 200 knots as we fly away. There's 240. There's 260. Here comes 280. Ready, hit it. You know, uh, 
I'm not just a dashingly handsome pilot without a big ego. <laughs> no. Hey, I'm a sales and marketing guy too. Shocking, I know. This radio show and my jet air show act is fun, but it really is about exposure and sales for your business. Millions of impressions to the people who want to do business with you. 888-366-5256. 30 plus years of sales and marketing. Call me. Here he is, the host of the Renegade Aviator Radio Show, David Costa. All right, here we go, David Costa, the Renegade Aviator, getting back into aviation. There are a lot of you that have already tried flying and stopped for whatever reason. And I've met you all. Some people, they won't admit it, have stopped because they've scared themselves so bad that they've decided flying is not for them. But they still yearn inside to fly. They just prefer to be an expert on the ground. You know, I used to fly 10 years ago, but this happened or that happened. There are some people that life simply got in the way. I get it, man. Families to raise, houses to buy, things to do, not enough time. Aviation requires an investment of time and money. More time than money, believe it or not. And uh, I get it. Sometimes a uh, chapter in your life, you simply don't have the time. Money and time. So now you've flown in the past and you have the bite, the bug to get back into it again. One thing I can recommend is get into a simulator. I know that sounds strange, but inexpensive, no weather delays, a quick assessment of your skills and ability, money well spent. There are simulators now for the average pilot that flies a single engine piston airplane where you can get in in the evening, in the morning, during a rainstorm, during a hurricane, and you can fly a full motion full-featured, visual, out the window. You look around, it's just like you're flying an airplane. For those of you that are nervous, for those of you that need a brush up on your skills, for those of you that are busy, book simulator time. If you're anywhere in the Reno area, I've got access to two simulators, and I'd be happy to uh, get together with you and uh, do a quick sim session for those of you that are already pilots and make a quick an assessment of where you are. There is a cost for that, and I'm not trying to sell you something. I will give you the help for free. I'll talk to you on the phone for free, and that's 888-366-5256. It really is key because I think today we hear a lot of towns, people may say, look, we just don't have any aircraft available. I don't find that to be the case. I find that what happens is we get a lot of people who start down the path, and I'm trying to figure out why people stop. And maybe you can help me in this way and tell me why you stopped. Why did you stop flying? 
if it's because of an excuse rather than it simply wasn't for me, I mean, I get it. Hey, look, it's a hobby. You just would prefer to do other things. Maybe you prefer to ski and you don't have any time left to go fly an airplane. But there are so many of you. And this is I guess that's why I did this show. I was in an Uber the other day. I was up in Seattle and this young lady was talking to me about, man, she was just telling me the whole ride. As soon as I get in, she goes, oh, are you a pilot? Well, of course, I had an airplane on my shirt. So there's no doubt when you see me that I'm a pilot. I usually have some kind of uh, advertisement on my body <laughs> with renegade aviator skull or whatever on my shirt. But she was the first thing out of her mouth, oh, you're a pilot. And then she talked to me for the 30-minute drive of how she loves flying. She went flying with her dad, and she always wanted to be a pilot, but, but, but. And at the end of that drive, and I hope she's listening, at the end of that drive, I hope her got her jazzed enough. As a matter of fact, as we pulled in with the Uber ride, I pointed to the flight school that she should go walk in the door, and she didn't want to be a pilot. I guess that's where I'm going with this. She didn't want to be a pilot. She just wanted to fly airplanes. Guess what, people? You can do that. You can do that. There's organizations, I named them before, Civil Air Patrol, there's Experimental Aircraft Association, there's the Commemorative Air Force, there's flying museums, there are so many opportunities out there. So even if you just want to take a ride in an aircraft once in a while, there's this place for you. The place for you is the local community airport. I've got friends of mine that are listening right now that manage local airports. They're welcoming. Because there's a fence up now, don't let that stop you. You used to be able to drive up to somebody's hangar or walk right up to them in their aircraft and start talking to them. You can't do that anymore. There's usually a gate around the airport. But bring the kids out. Bring the kids out to the airport. These local community airports are an asset to the community. And part of it is we talk so much about business aviation. I want to spark a resurgence in fun aviation. It's a hobby, just like riding a dirt bike or a dune buggy or skiing or golfing. No difference. And there's ways to do it for every budget that's out there. Man, I hope I'm not wasting your time here today. I hope I'm sparking some interest just to try it. There's scenic flights. What about scenic operations? Ladies and gentlemen, hey, if you're a flight school and you're not doing scenic flights, you're missing out on a wealth of business opportunity. Some people just want to go up and see their local community fly over their house. That's how we are ambassadors to general aviation, by we pilots, we aviation businesses promoting and looking for more people, not less. And oh yes, if you ever venture into the warbird community or the jet warbird community, you may find <laughs> you may find a different attitude there a little bit. Oh, well, you know, you know, almost where they it seems like they don't want to expand the amount of people doing stuff. But in general aviation, man, we want you. We need you. We welcome you. I'll be right back. David Costa, Renegade Aviator. Give me fuel. Give me fuel. Give me the controls. Our hydraulic system looks good. Here we go. So this is just our military power. Now here's the afterburners right there. Oh wow. We're already at 80 knots going down the runway. There's 100. There's 130. Wow. 150, we lift off. Up come the gear flaps. We're gonna level off right at 50 feet. We're already at 200 knots. 
There's 250. 280. All right, Trey, squeeze those legs. Ready, hit it. Oh, God. Oh. And what'd you think? Take a look, take a look behind you. Oh, God. <laughs> Pretty cool, huh? Oh, my God. Is that awesome or what? Oh, yeah. Hey, are you looking to buy or sell a jet aircraft? Give me a call, 888-366-5256. We can broker your current jet or turboprop, buyer's agents, management services that save you so much, it's like I'm working for free. Free consultations, of course. Call my office, leave a message, get my personal call back, 888-366-5256. Renegade Jets. What else would I call it? So Questions, comments, suggestions, or recommendations? Call the Renegade Aviator at 888-366-5256 anytime and leave us a message. All right, ladies and gentlemen, David Costa, the Renegade Aviator, 888-366-5256. Have I beaten this horse to death this week? I sure hope not. And I sure hope that this was helpful because, again, what is the purpose of the Renegade Aviator radio show? Well, yes, there is a personal purpose. We match the radio show with a solo jet performance in a TS-11 Iskra jet. So I needed to be unique and different. That's my personal side of this. Yeah, we fly the air shows. We want you to come out and see us fly. That's my own personal ego, and we hope that we're entertaining. The purpose of this radio show is, yes, to entertain, but it is also to be of service. As I said before, so much has been given to me, so much. From the early days, and I just briefly touched on it, what my parents have done for me, when we had not a lot for them to do so much to get me started, parents with your children, one day, they may not understand it today, but your kids will remember the sacrifices you make for them. So for my parents, I'm grateful. For the people that worked with me time and time again as I was coming up through aviation that helped me learn to fly, that helped me learn to fly warbirds and jet aircraft and cool stuff, thank you. 
So this is the opportunity with this show is to give back. So the first thing you need to do is keep my number handy, 888-366-5256. Whether you're brand new to aviation or whether you've been in aviation for a long time, I want to help you. Those of you that are pilots, did you know that there is a ton of airplanes? You may not be able to afford the half a million dollar Cessna 182. Oh, yeah, that's what they cost. However, you may be able to afford, there's aircraft sitting at our local community aircraft that can be bought for the price of an ATV and can be put back in the flying condition and can provide you joy, can provide you transportation, and can provide you that release, that hobby, and to use our local community airports as an asset. They are assets to your local community. They're there for you. I can help you if you're a pilot and you want to maybe go out and find an aircraft that's within your price range that you can make yours for not a lot of money. Give me a call. That's it. We're out of time, ladies and gentlemen. This is David Costa. I am the Renegade Aviator. See ya. So be still.